This is the Vent Time with Connie podcast, where we discuss topics that can be controversial or uncontroversial. Topics range from family, faith, lifestyle, you name it. No topic is off limits. New episodes released every Tuesday and Friday. All right, sit back and relax. Here is your host of the show, Connie. everyone welcome to venta with connie podcast i'm your host connie welcome to a brand new episode how you guys doing welcome new listeners welcome um to the family um i hope you check out all the episodes because we have a lot of episodes and welcome back old listeners thank you so much for your continuous support thank you everyone that joined me um live this past thursday to celebrate the one year um, anniversary um, of the one-year birthday of the podcast and also the 3,000 downloads. It's huge for me and I'm so grateful for all of you guys that tune in on Instagram and also on Facebook. So thank you so much. I want to use this opportunity to wish everyone, each and every one of you, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year in advance because New Year is coming up. It's fast approaching. So this week, as you're listening to this, this week, Friday, will be Christmas, and I'm so excited. I love Christmas because it's my favorite holiday because it's actually a holiday that um, is so dear to me because, you know, it's about Jesus. It's about the birth of the Savior, our Savior, okay? I know Christmas time, when it's coming, we are thinking about what we want for Christmas or what your children want for Christmas or what you're going to buy for this person, that person, that, which is really nice. Or you are praying, oh, God, next year is coming. I pray you give me this and all that stuff. Because, you know, I know some of us probably prepping our New Year resolution or our goal, you know, creating like an image, what they call that? vision board creating vision board for 2021 so while you are creating the vision board i'm sure you're going to be committed in prayer basically telling god please uh, hear my prayer so this is what i want for next year i want us to sometimes take time to ask god what do you want for christmas you know ask jesus what do you want for christmas for your birthday okay i think we get lost in this word in this materialistic things of this word that we don't take time to actually sit down and ask God what he wants from us. Like, where can he use you? Okay, so I I think that's something we should ask ourselves. We should um, pray to God and ask God for that because I'm sure as you are creating vision board, God is also creating vision board. Like, he have plan. Like he always say, he have plan for us. So you need to go seek him and ask him what plan does he have for you next year. How are you going to impact people's life? How are you going to touch people's life? How are you going to win souls for God? So take time and pray about that. It's not always selfish prayer every time. I want to prosper. I want to prosper. Why about you ask your heavenly father, what does he want for Christmas? So that's what I want you guys to do. Okay, guys, welcome. Today's episode marks it 100 episodes. I can't believe that. I've been releasing episodes 100 times. That's crazy. But, you know, we already been a year, so I think it, it does make sense that we have released 100 episodes. But I couldn't do it without you guys, you know, for your continued support. Because if you guys weren't supporting me, I probably would have stopped. But anyway, thank you guys so much for your supporting me because um, it means a lot for me. It does. It does mean a lot for me. So today's episode, I will be announcing the what the giveaway will be. 
okay i will be informing you guys what the giveaway will be i mentioned about the giveaway the past episode and by the way thank you guys so much last week episode you guys enjoyed it i'm guessing thank you so much i hope you didn't think this girl she's um you know she's naughty i hope you didn't think that about me <laughs> anyway, i'm glad you guys enjoyed it but um yeah i announced the giveaway last week and i'm going to be letting you guys know what the giveaway will be and how you can enter to win the giveaway okay and that's a way of me showing my appreciation to all of you guys i know it might not be much but i hope you guys kind of um you guys like what I'm going to, what the giveaway will be about. I, I pray as God keeps blessing me, I will in turn bless you guys as well too. Um, this is the little that I can um, afford right now. And uh, I pray in the future, I'm able to afford more, you know, how I can give back to you guys. Because you guys are so amazing. So make sure you stick around to the end of this episode. Because that's when I'll be telling you what the giveaway will be and how you can enter to win. So pay close attention, okay? Alright guys, I will be continuing our review on the book, Kyle, The Secrets of the Virtuous Woman by Mildred Kinsley Okonkwo. If you haven't watch part one and part two of this mini series please make sure you check it out because because they are so so intriguing if i have to say so myself so make sure you go check it out before you watch part three but if you want to still watch part three and then later on go back that's also fine so thank you for tuning in so last week i did review the second three chapters because last the part one was the first three chapters and then the part two was the second three chapters and and i did that by sharing five things virtuous woman understood and applied in her life and today's episode i will be sharing four outstanding things a virtuous woman is okay it's not five this time it's four and I, and these four things are very very profound trust me you do not want to miss it so make sure you keep on listening <laughs> okay today's episode i will be sharing the four outstanding things um a virtuous woman is well when i started reading these last three chapters oh my gosh i must confess like i felt like the author was basically dragging me to the floor <laughs> like i feel like she was just talking about me like i was like oh my gosh oh my god that's what i just that's what i keep saying you know um why i was reading this book and i know it's a bitter truth some of us don't like to hear but it is needed you know this book is well is needed in our society especially in our society today because you get you see this hashtag empowering women empowering women women supporting women and the society sold this idea to you oh you know this fake idea about how a woman should support each other is basically keep entertaining your bad behavior the women's bad behavior that's a way of supporting women that is not how to support women we're supposed to support each other, each other by actually helping each other grow okay learn from your mistakes how you can be better and this book is a good example of like empowering women okay telling us look you're not doing well in this area this is how you can improve so that's why i love this book so much a lot of people will probably think oh my god she's just going hard on us but she's telling us the truth and someone has to say it 
We can keep lying to ourselves. So I won't preface this episode by saying this. So you should, like a forewarning, basically. <laughs> that basically, this author finished all of us. Let's <laughs> just be honest. Like, she called all of us out. And, um, and I'm on this table, too. So, hey. We are here to learn. That's what life is all about. We learn, we grow from it. You don't want to surround yourself with people that will just keep telling you, yes, 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 yes. Oh, you are great. Oh, you are this. They never tell you. They never correct you. I believe that's not love. You know, that's not how you empower people. That's just what I think, okay? So the first the first outstanding uh, thing about a virtuous woman is um, she is elegant, but not then. You know, elegant in the sense that she takes care of herself. The author did infer, did refer to the Bible, um, Proverb 31, verse 25. It says, her clothes are well made and elegant and she always faces tomorrow with a smile. So basically, she do takes care of herself. She's not those type of wife that just... Because they are married now, they just relax, okay? She's not that kind of person. She is very mindful how she dresses or how she, you know, she presents herself so that she will still be um, appealing to her husband, okay? So she will still be attractive to her husband. A lot of women, we see this every day. When they're single, they take care of themselves. They put on makeup. They take good care of their hair. Of, they think about what they wear. They just don't wear anything. But once they got married, especially when they have kids, I know a lot happened to a woman when she have kids, the hormones change. There's a lot that you are facing right now. You just, you know, kind of let go of yourself a little bit because you're just focusing on this new um, bundle of joy God have given to you. I understand that part. That's why this, this one, I'm kind of trading carefully because I know how hard it can be for a mother. I know especially if you have more than one kid it's kind of difficult but we still need to be mindful we still need to remember that we are married to a man not god okay and this man do have eyes and he can see um of course he's attracted to your your soul your your brain or whatnot but he's also attracted to your body to how you look so you need to make sure that you are Take care of yourself. You know, you think about what you wear. You don't just wear anything because you're now Mama Nkechi. Mama Nkechi, for those that don't understand what I mean, is actually somebody's mother, like Nkechi's mother. Nkechi is a name. It's like a, a popular name. But um, don't just, you know, let yourself go because of you are become a, become a mother. You should still take time and take care of yourself. Um, The author said this in the book. A lot of Christian women do this a lot. They are guilty of this a lot. Because they know that their husband is a Christian man. And you know in the Bible, the Bible does not condone adultery if God is against that, right? And they know their husband will not cheat on them, will not go out there and cheat. So they, they think it's just about, oh, prayer, praying, you know, speaking in tongues, you know, that that's all the, the husband cares about. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm praying for him, which is good. But you don't even think about how you look. Is it finding you attractive? When you ask him, babe, how I look, when he compliments you, you want to make sure he's not just saying it to make you feel better. It's actually the truth. I mean, we all should know this now. Come on. We all have mirror. I know our husbands will not tell us that, but we should, you know, kind of help him out a little bit. Just because he's a Christian, he cannot cheat, but you still need to make sure you are making that decision easier for him. You get what I mean? So he will have something to look at. 
you are like his eye candy, the same way he's your eye candy, you know. Um, because this goes to the men too, you know, taking care of yourself. It's not when you get married, just let your pop berry keep growing. You don't even take care of yourself. So for us women, we need to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves because the virtuous woman do take time um dressing herself as in she even made these clothes the clothes she wears she made it herself you know which is awesome not all of us are gifted or talented in that area you know to make clothes but i think she example she's trying to lay here is that we should take care of ourselves we're still being attractive to our husband okay you know just because we are married doesn't mean that uh, it's for single people i'm not single no you still need to keep him wanting more. I don't know how to explain it, but but yeah, that's one thing I liked about her. Um, there's this thing that the author say when I read this one, I was like, oh my god, Pastor Midred, you are finishing all of us here. Like, oh my gosh, she says, I don't think we always have to dress in silk and fine linens or purple like she did, or personally design all the clothes we wear. But I do believe that a man shouldn't marry his girlfriend. And after a month, a year, two or three children later, find that he's stuck with his great-grandmother. Ouch. Oh, my gosh. When I read that, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's a, it's a bit of truth, but we need to hear that. I know that some of us, too, that, um, let's say, you you know, you know, need to lose weight, you know. Um, but you keep lying, lying to yourself, oh, my husband don't care about how I look. Please, he does. He might tell you he doesn't care. He just doesn't want to hurt your feelings. But we are here to tell you he does care about it. Okay? Just put an effort. I think that's what matters. The effort do matters. Even if you have a sickness that's probably kind of, um, that's, that's contributing to your weight gain. But I think the effort counts. Just put the best foot forward. Try your best in what you eat, in um, exercising a little bit more, drinking water, you know, just little bit things just matters, okay? For me, I'm t- look, I have started my New Year resolution about losing weight. I know a lot of us, we make this resolution every year, losing weight, losing weight, and the losing weight, like the health and nutrition industry, always boom in the New Year's, like the first few months of the year. Because a lot of people are into this, oh, 21 days, oh, the, all those things, right? Then after, when it gets to like May, June, July, everything will just die out. For me, I've already started my, you know, early. And I just lost five pounds. Oh, my gosh, that's big for me. I'm really excited about that. Uh, I know I still have a long way to go. It might not show now because those, you know, until like you lose like 10 or 15, I think that's when it will start showing. People will start seeing the difference. But I'm very, I'm staying consistent this time around because I want to create a lifestyle. Hopefully at some point I'm get to share my um, results as, as time goes on. I pray, finger crossed, I stick to this one. But I think the effort counts, okay? Just try your best, you know? Eat healthy, dress nice, you know? If you have to put on lip gloss, don't be, you know, have, leaving your lips ashy like that, okay? If he wants to kiss you, at least he will... It will be lubricated. I'm just joking. But anyway, just make sure that you take care of yourself. Take care of your hair. Don't just carry your hair four months and it's just smelling. Come on. Or the way you dress both inside and out, okay? So we need to um, make sure we're taking care of ourselves. And that's one thing that I love that um, the virtuous woman is mindful of. Like she do take care of herself 
and another great thing too that I want to point out about the virtuous woman is that she's aware that she needs to look good, but she doesn't let looking good take over her or like consume her in a way that she doesn't let oh because of she wants to look good she wants to spend every last card of her every money she have in her bank account account you know to just to buy that latest outfit okay or want to bankrupt her husband because she wants to wear the trendy um shoe the trendy um top or jeans or whatnot so she's still smart she's like beauty and brain she wants to look good but it's not gonna cost her a arm and a leg just to look good so i think that's one thing we need to learn from her she doesn't let the clothes she wear wears her she wear the clothes basically the way i understood it is that she doesn't like um looking stylish or looking um polished looking um elegant beautiful um take over her be like her end and be all like that's all she's about no she actually she's wise with that if he has to require you buy some clothing when he when he's on sale please do that don't go bankruptcy because you want to be attractive to your husband please that's not what i'm saying you know okay so number two thing that was outstanding to me about the about the virtuous woman is she's kind-hearted Oh my gosh, let me go to the Bible verse that the author did um, point it out. It, I think it's in Proverbs 31 verse 26. It says, when she speaks, she has something to say, and she always says it kindly. It's basically it's not about she doesn't know what to say. She knows what to say, but it's the way that she said it that is very key. She, she said it with kindness. And that's one thing we all need to learn from. For me especially, that's one thing I'm learning, okay? Um, about my delivery, how I'm saying things, you know. There's some Bible translation about this, the same um, um, Bible chapter and verse that I read that says that when she gives instruction, she does it with kindness. So um, when you know you have someone that is below you, like your house help or people that are helping you, that you know you pay, that work under you, the way you talk to them should also be with kindness, okay? Like, and that's something as inspiring about the virtuous woman. She's kind not just to those that are above her. She's also kind to those that are below her. She doesn't let because of she someone is working for her or someone is helping her clean some clean her home. Don't let that um be an excuse for her to talk to them anyhow. Other them around, she still treat them with respect and um. And kindness and that's something really to be admired okay if you are fortunate enough to hire people to have people to work for you don't use that as an excuse or be boasting oh my gosh you know who you who I am please those people that are working for you you could have been them okay a lot of them is not even their fault where they are right now they are born into poverty now they have to try their way you know climb up there you know try to make it somehow don't mistreat people because they work for you or you have more money than them and that's what we need to learn from the virtuous woman she is kind to everyone around her so she's not just beauty and brain she's also very kind-hearted and there's something that the author said in this book that was very very um insightful to me was that she said this woman is the kind of woman that corrects you without making you feel foolish oh lord when i read that it struck my soul i'm telling you 
I was like, oh, Lord. You know how sometimes, you know, you know that you are smart. Or especially if you're talking to someone that you know they're not even making any sense. And you want to correct them. And you just do it so abruptly, so rudely, like, like, duh. You know, that kind of um, attitude. But a virtuous woman, she does that with kindness. Like, she doesn't make you feel stupid because you don't know something. She's very considerate. You know, she's not just elegant and polished. She's also very um, soft-spoken, you know, and she's very firm and gentle. And that's something we should be striving for. That's something we should be trying to um, change about about ourselves if we know we are lacking in that area, okay? So she's a woman of integrity. She's a woman of substance. And she's a woman full of grace and kindness, Okay. So going on to number three, um, she is financial intelligent. And this is basically the, the financial intelligence is like the title of that chapter of the chapter that I'll be talking about. And that's where I got this point that she is financial intelligent. Let me go ahead and read an expert from the book that um, I really want to dive into. Well, first, before that, the author, I love the way the author begins this um, chapter, the financial intelligence. She say, your husband is not your financial plan. <laughs> a lot of women, they even planned this ahead of time. When they were single, I want to marry a rich man. I want to marry a rich man so I don't have to worry about money. I don't have to think about money, about what my children will eat. Eh, okay, I get that. But your husband shouldn't be your financial plan. What's wrong with you? If you're an able-bodied adult, you don't have any excuse for you to just sit and be waiting to marry a rich man. Why didn't you strive to be a rich woman yourself too? Why you wait on this rich man? Okay? It's very uh, awesome for a, a successful man to be marrying a successful woman. Okay? And being successful is very subjective. It's based on how you define it. Because success can meet can mean a lot to uh, to different people. So when I say a successful man marrying a, a successful woman, doesn't mean that the woman has to have billions or the man has to have billions. So it, what I'm trying to say is that why, why you are wanting to marry a rich man or wishing to marry a, a rich man, make sure you're also rich in every area, okay? So um, that's what it is. And so basically, this the virtuous woman, she understands money. There's a, a verse in the Bible, Proverbs 31, 16, that says, She evaluates a field and purchases it. From the proceeds, she plants a vineyard. So this woman, she doesn't play, man. She's industrious herself, too. Like, she's not a, a woman that just always, that just rely on her husband's money completely. She's a woman that has something to bring to the table to help her husband. Because I know as at the, I think it was in chapter one or chapter two that said that she helps secure her husband's future. So this is how she does that. She brings something to the table. Because it is, especially in this economy, there's no way, um, it's hard to, to depend on only one person's income. Even now, people have multiple streams of income. And that's actually something that the virtuous woman understood because this verse I read now that says that she goes out there, she purchases field. And when she purchases field, field that would be like land. She's like a real estate, I'm guessing. And she also saved that money for um, another business venture. She just done um, stopping only one stream of income. She understood the, the importance of um, having 
streams of income. So that's something that I believe that we should learn from the um, virtuous woman. She's a, a very intelligent woman financially too. And I strongly believe that, believe that every woman should be financial intelligent because even if you married a rich man, because if you're not financial intelligent, you will kind of, you will destroy that man's wealth, you know? So we want to be financial intelligent. So even if you are not working, he's the only one working, you can help him on how to save, how, how to secure that wealth, okay? So I think that's one qualities or one um, qualities every woman should um, exhibit, okay? Because um, it's very important because there's different ways that you can show that you're financial intelligent. You don't always have to be the one working or having multiple streams of income let's say your husband is the one that has that multiple streams of income um you will help him on how to manage that money on how to um yeah spend that money in a very um prudent and wise way okay that's something that uh a virtuous woman does and like i said at the beginning we are all virtuous women it just it's just a matter of are you tapping into that are you tapping into the favor that you carry that means are you drawing closer to god to actually let god use you to favor your husband your family and even yourself so that's what i i think we are we are all are right so a virtuous woman we should be able to understand um finance you know we cannot just be lazy because you're married you just become lazy when it comes to finance oh my husband handles that oh but you need to also understand that anything can happen. Life is not a guarantee. You need to understand that two heads is better than one, okay? And it's even better when um, when both of you are bringing something to the table. I mean, two incomes is better than one income now. Come on. It's better than that. So that means you guys are even going to be more wealthier because now two, it's not just only one person carrying the whole financial burden. Both of you are carrying it, and guess what? The load will not behave here anymore because it's shared. That's something that we should also be um, aspiring to be. And one thing that the author mentioned in this book is that uh, a virtuous woman understands that shopping is not an emotional decision for her. Basically, she thinks before she buys anything, okay? Like, like you know, the Bible said that she observed... Um, she evaluates a field and purchases it. So that means she thinks about it and think about if this is going to be profitable or not before she even go for um, buying that land or that field, okay? So that's something that we shouldn't just, because we are bored or something, just go out there, shop based on your emotion. And I know a lot of us are guilty of this, you know, when you are bored. And there's some people that say, I shop as a hobby. As a hobby, yeah. They just go ahead and sh do like a shopping spray because of the, they want to, you know. And then once you finish shopping and you feel like, oh, my God, why did I even just did, do that, you know. And my people always say this word, odoziako. You know, that's a name, a title, or I think it's a title they give to some women that are married, of course. And you want to be that. Odoziako means someone that um secures wealth. She secures her husband's wealth. Now, her husband's wealth is her wealth. Her wealth is also her husband's um, wealth. So she secures all of their, like her family's wealth. So you want to be there, not someone that just keep, um, they're just harassing your husband to buy you this, buy you the latest clothes, buy you the latest um, wig, the bone straight wig, all those things that you know that 
it will be leading you guys to bankruptcy. You know, you want to be someone that helps secure your husband's wealth, secure your family wealth, not just someone that just keep useless in your husband's money. That's not good. And you can also you can only know how to do this if you actually have the financial intelligence because it's very important. Don't just get lazy because the man is the one taking um, lead on the family. Those don't mean that you, you don't need to educate yourself or go um, learn about things that you don't know. Two heads are better than one. That's one thing that um, that I love about the virtuous woman. She is financial intelligence. Number four, which is the last one, is she is a woman of faith. In the sense that she fears the Lord. You know, even the book went further in explaining this, but I will give my own thoughts on this one. You know, a virtuous woman is able to do all these things, be submissive, be um, elegant, you know, beautiful, um, fun, industrious, financial intelligent, um, soft-spoken, kind, all those good stuff, right? She She's able to be all those things because of she fears the Lord. Like, I believe she, she submits herself to God, and God was able to use her to be to do all these things that she does okay i think this is very key because in this generation especially this generation you see a lot of women um talking about oh you need to a woman need to get her own money work for her own money don't depend on her husband a woman needs to be a leader a woman needs all those things right a woman needs to you know do all those good stuff and for some people, you just followed the trend and then you ended up, you ended up failing because for one thing or the other, some people, they will focus on, oh, being a career woman and then their home is lacking behind. Like it's being neglected. Her children are being neglected. Her husband is being neglected. Her home in general is being neglected. Or that part of her life, her personal life is being neglected. Or some single people that just focus on being a career woman. Let me have my own. A woman needs to have her own, which is good. But they just focus on that and then neglect their personal life. You know, some years down the line, they realize, oh, I still need someone, a man that will love me. All those, all those things, right? But they regret focusing just only on their career, on their younger age, and, and how they miss out on that. And some women, too, that, that will just focus on being submissive wife, you know, being, a, you know, homely, being homely, being mother, being a mother, you know, all those things. But they still feel like they are not doing enough. They feel like they are failing as a woman, as a human being. And so many of those things, because I'm sure a lot of some of us can identify with this, where we are just focusing on one thing, thinking that's what a virtuous woman is, or a virtuous woman did this. Oh, let me focus on this one and did it. And most of a lot of people fell in that. And I think because of they missed the point. The secret to a virtuous woman, the author even said it, is actually because she fears the Lord. Like she submits her whole being to God. She didn't just do all this thing because of she can or because of she's powerful or because of you know she's a very strong woman she did all this thing because god helped her do all this thing her faith helped her being humble being kind to everybody that she met being submissive to her husband you know being industrious being fun 
her faith helped her in that area. If she didn't have faith in God, that's how she would feel. One thing or the other would be lacking in her life. Like one thing of either her family life, her work life, or something like that. No, because she fears the Lord, because she has respect for God, because she loves God. She has a strong relationship with God. That's why she was able to become this great woman that we are learning today. That's why she become, she's able to become this inspiring and uh, exemplary woman that we are learning about today, that everybody wants to be like, okay? It's because her secret is God. Simple as that. If we think we can be this great leader, motivational speaker, this wonderful woman without God, you are playing yourself. It cannot happen. You will end up missing one, one or two things. Your husband will start complaining how you're doing this. Your children will be neglected. All those things. Your job will be neglected. Everything. Even... You know, you will get to the point of mistreating people that work for you because you think, because you got to where you are right now because of your own power, your own doing. No. If you have love for God, if you have a strong relationship with God, if you fear the Lord, you will know that you didn't get to where you are right now because of yourself. You got to there because of God. And that's one thing that um, the virtuous woman understood. That's why she is hard, but she is soft. She is um, firm, but she is gentle. She's a leader, but she's also a submissive wife. She's all of those things, but she is never boastful at all. She only boasts in the Lord. And even in Proverbs 31, she was only praised for her love for God. She was only praised for her faith she has in God because she believes in God. You know, because that's the most important thing. You can be anything you want to be. You can reach your full potential only if you fear the Lord, only if you have a strong relationship with God. That's what I, I, I want all of us to take away from this mini-series that I have been doing for these past three weeks, is that you cannot do anything without him. Him, I'm talking about the Almighty, the El Shaddai, okay, the secret. That's how you can become a virtuous woman. You cannot become a virtuous woman because you, you watch Oprah being successful, having all these shows, having all this money. And you was like, oh, I want to be like Oprah. Okay, I mean, that's a good way to be inspired. But that shouldn't be all. That shouldn't be your foundation. That shouldn't be your source. God should be your source. Because if you just take it and run with it with what you have learned about Oprah, all the successful women you see out there, you will end up failing. Because those people cannot, they are not who they are without God, okay? God made them who they are. That's why I don't like this phrase when they say self-made billionaire. No, you're not self-made billionaire. If you're self-made, there's so many people that have been struggling for years, but they couldn't even become a billionaire. If it was just on our own doing, on our own works, on our own abilities, a lot of us would be a billionaire today. But you were a billionaire because God allowed you to be a billionaire. Because God made you a billionaire. So you can only be a virtuous woman if you fear the Lord. If you submit yourself to Christ. If you love God with all your heart, your mind, your soul. And you pray that he use you however he pleases. Okay? That's the only way you can be a virtuous woman. Do all these things that a virtuous woman have done with still being humble, graceful, and kind. 
so that's what I want to end you with you guys today. Thank you so much for listening so far. So now I will be announcing what the giveaway will be. Thank you for those that stay that stick around to this point. I am so grateful for you guys. So today's giveaway will be um I'll be giving away three um items. So um I have two copies of this book that I just reviewed, Kayo Secrets of the Virtuous Woman. I will be giving it out. I'll be picking three winners, like three people to send this out. So I have two copies of this book and I also have uh, the Ventan with Connie podcast t-shirt. So that's what I'll be giving out to the winners. So this is how you can enter to win. Just send me an email at ventanwithconnieayahoo.com telling me that you are interested and you want to enter to the giveaway. Then I'll just pick randomly from there. I'll be picking three people to send this um, gift to. So if you're interested, send me an email. Uh, you might be getting a, a copy of this book that I just reviewed, or you might be getting a T-shirt. Of, you might be getting the podcast T-shirt. That's Ventan with Connie Podcast T-shirt. So if you're interested, please send me an email. So this is how I, this is the little I can offer right now um, to show my appreciation for everybody that have listened to me up to this point, that have been sticking around with me all this, all this, this past year that I've started um this podcast thank you so much i really appreciate you guys i pray that god will grant me the opportunity or bless me with the funds to be able to even bless you guys even more so with a heart of gratitude i say thank you i love you guys and merry christmas to everyone i hope you have a great christmas this week um and um god bless you i love you and jesus love you bye bye Thanks for listening to the Vent Time with Connie podcast. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you listen to podcasts. Please don't forget to like, rate, review, or share this podcast. Do you have any feedback or questions for Connie or any topics you'd like to discuss on the show? Connie loves communicating with our listeners. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Vent Time with Connie or send an email to venttimewithconnie at yahoo.com. Until next time, remain blessed.